0: Behind me, right now, in the Winchester, which is where we record Frank's uh, pub, we, is it okay that we talk about? The, yeah, we, we
1: can we... talk about the pub. Yeah, okay. it's. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get some more revenue in here. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, in the Winchester, behind me, is a signed picture. By Carly Ray Jepsen. Yeah. so we uh, this is sort of like a patron saint that hangs over or looks over us rather while we do all our episodes. Carly Ray is always watching us.
1: Yeah. and it's funny that you mentioned that, that she's the patron saint of of, uh, of our podcast and of the of the pub. The song has been referred to or she's been called the patron saint of waiting for a boy to call. Uh, based on on this song, it's 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 a very teen pop sort of song, but yes. it it has that longing and yearning of of teenage love about it that uh, or teenage infatuation about it that uh, um, the song just sort of lends itself to to being sort of that uh, that that beacon beacon of hope uh, with the with the whoever's listening to it or, or whoever's uh, sort of embracing that into their life.
0: This is right up our wheelhouse because, I mean, at our core for Bill and Frank's Guilt-Free Pleasures, we're about the positivity, we're about longing as well, and the sort of not quite reaching what we we hope for as, uh, you know, love-lorn, sad kids who listen to things in the late 80s and took it in too much. But there's still a joy in all of this, and this song is full of joy.
1: This song is so much fun. It is, um, it is so poppy, and um, like I said, there there have been a number of sources who have called this song pop perfection, and I am going to one hundred percent agree with that. I was a little bit late coming to the party with the uh, with Carly Rae Jepsen. This the song was released in two thousand and eleven, so uh, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really remember hearing it until maybe late. 2012 early 2013 yeah um no you know what it was later in 2013 um when i first really remember hearing it and i'd always kind of heard of call me maybe and all that but i was just like oh, it's like you know it's it's, it's pop music because it's, it's it's fluffy sort of sort of stuff but once i listened to it and i listened to that uh, to the album kiss Yeah. Oh my goodness. So good. So very good. It's actually come part of, a part of my routine. When I, when I run a race, I listen to Carly Rae Jepsen's kiss before, uh, every race that I run just sort of to get me in the zone, which, um, uh, it's, it's good because I have a song in my head and a song in my heart, the entire, the entire run. Well, this is a perfect song to
0: have in your heart. Yes. <laughs> my first encounter with the song, well, my, I know my first encounter is I just heard it all the time, wherever I was going, but it, mm-hmm. it, was like, it, it never offended me. It just was on. I yeah. didn't really considered it, but it was Jade who sent a link. She posted it on Facebook. So mm-hmm. Jade, of course, being our good friend. And she's connected to, of course, the category, Would Chris Newkirk Like This Song? Yep. Because Jade is Chris's spouse. Yeah. And Jade had posted the Sesame Street version of the song.
1: Oh, the, uh, the w- with the cookie monster.
0: Yeah. But yep. share it maybe. And she said something like, I can't stop watching this or this is fantastic. Yeah. And, of course... Even any word from Jade or Chris about something being good, even though we, we dig at Chris a lot, but yeah. it's it's when, when they give a, a stamp of approval, like, oh, I got to revisit this. So I watched the video and it was incredible for Cookie Monster for sharing cookies, maybe. Yeah. And then I went back to the song, like, this song is really good. And then I just would... Well, but then we were talking Carly Rae Jepsen for so long yeah. that we just like, I, could, I n- have never gotten tired of this song.
1: No, no, exactly. It's 10 years old. And um, unfortunately, she, she gets uh, saddled with this whole like one hit wonder uh, sort of uh, stigma. And, uh, you know, that annoying song that gets stuck in your head. But yeah, no, I have never gotten tired of this song. I can listen to it daily.
0: So the, I'm thinking the instrumentation of it is kind of this sort of, it's, I guess, could you say it's kind of simple where it's that synthy sound? Yep. And then there's the, um, well, she has the band playing on it too, right? Like right. The, the the standard
1: guitar, bass, and drums, and and but uh, the the synth, the uh, the the string synth on it, on yeah, it, which is really driving uh, driving the uh, the the song along. I find
0: if I think this, you can't have the song without that. I no, think that's the most no. critical part. And I could, I, I've I'm never got.
1: I'm going to disagree with you there. Oh, I okay. think the
0: most critical
1: part is Carly Rae Jepsen
0: well she is looking at me right now oh, yeah. so i'm sorry carly the uh <laughs> but that Cynthia thing should be annoying and the way that that some people would complain about Shanice's i love your smile which yep. we also don't get tired of no but that Cynthia thing can just keep going i could just listen to that over yeah. and over again and still not tired of it yeah the song just
1: um it in en- it endures
0: yes
2: but number so call me maybe
0: so uh as far as the song goes i mean structure of the song do you what do we got to say about that
1: the, the song itself is pretty um it, it's been called like teen pop or or sort of like a bubblegum pop uh, music and, and the lyrics the lyrics sort of lend themselves to that um, sort of genre there's nothing overly complicated about the lyrics but I, yeah. I think the simplicity of the lyrics and the simplicity of the song is what makes it so good and they
0: match perfectly right exactly That's yeah. His, yeah so I'm looking at the opening I threw yep. a wish in the well don't ask me I'll never tell I looked at you as it fell and now you're in my way I traded my soul for a wish pennies and dimes for a kiss I wasn't looking for this but now you're in my way
2: I threw a wish in the
0: You know what in terms of like rhyming scheme it's following a a narrative pretty straightforward but in terms of this is a pop song it's about love and it matches the music perfectly
1: yeah 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 and then um which sort of breaks into the uh, the, the pre-chorus i line, love right? this <laughs> yeah it's like your stare was holding ripped jeans skin was showing hot night wind was blowing where you think you're going, baby? I love that line.
2: Your stare was holding. Red chain skin was showing. Hot night wind was blowing. Where you think you're going, baby? Hey, I just you.
0: When she says, where you think you're going, baby? Yeah. I just, I'm in. The, the Like, it's just so perfectly, it comes out. Like, I'm already enjoying the song. But as soon as I hear that, that's when I'm going to, uh, if I was going to headbang, this is when I headbang. Yeah. It while I'm driving and. Yeah. Uh, no one's around, yeah. I hope. It's it's also one of
1: those songs like, you know, there there are certain songs where you're playing them in the car and it's blaring and your windows are down that you come to a stoplight and you kind of like crank the volume down a bit. Yeah. This is one I, I don't think I've ever cranked the volume down on this song. No. I am uh, unabashedly uh, positive and behind this song. Any stoplight that I'm at, I don't care who sees me singing it. I think I've been caught singing more than one time and I just, you know, you just continue and you. Pro- I probably even start singing louder because I think the world
0: needs to hear this song more. Yeah. And I was just going through uh, the lyrics and realized, I mean, this is kind of like category stuff, but yep. your favorite misheard lyric? Yeah. My favorite misheard lyric is, and all the other boys try to chase me, but here's my number, call me Maybe what i always figured she was saying was i'll beat up all the boys who try to trace me oh so but it does sound like i'll beat up all the boys because she has to somehow sing that because it's really just all the other boys but she's got to hang on to those notes so yeah i think she's beating up the other boys who try to chase her i think so yeah So getting uh, going
1: along with the, uh, the the singing this this song, I tried singing it at karaoke once. Yeah it, it did not go well. there's there's a pace to it the the, the tempo and it is it is really hard to sing along to like uh, uh, especially well if you're a drink or two into it as, as well and uh, like
0: I'm no Carly Ray yeah uh, so so singing this song was it was it was tough. I wonder about the pace, like you're right, the pacing. And I wonder if you'd run out of steam midway through. I I ran out of steam really early. I would love to ask Austin, who, great friend of the podcast, who might be the greatest karaoke singer in Niagara, if he could handle this song.
1: Yeah, well, uh, at at least greatest uh, karaoke singer in Niagara, according to him.
0: Yes. And so actually, I would probably stretch up to Toronto and he has his own karaoke machine. Does he? Yeah. I don't know why we don't hang out with
1: him more often.
0: It's going to happen. I think we're going to call him. We'll see if we can get him to sing it for us.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Austin, thanks for joining our podcast. Oh, my pleasure. I've only had one other experience doing this, so... uh, but. The other podcast wasn't quite in the same nature as this one, so I'm really pleased to be here, and I'm ready to go. All right, well, welcome to the big leagues, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, you, you've
0: listened to what Frank's had to say about this, about karaoke. Before we get into it, I'd like to ask you some questions about karaoke, and you in particular, as a karaokeer. Um, could you kind of give us a history of you as a karaoke
2: star? The stardom is all in my head, Bill. Um, and I would say that most people who enjoy karaoke as much as I do also believe it. it's just in our head. So, all of us think that we're better than what we actually are, right? But mm. I think the thing that we all have in common is that we all enjoy singing. But in my case, karaoke is not just the singing part. It's also the entire package. So, it's the theatrics behind it, and there's, like, different kinds of karaoke singers, right? So, there's, like, in my mind, there's, like, two kind of karaoke. There's a stage karaoke person, yeah, and then there is the little private booth karaoke people, right? Right. And so, I like the stage because when I'm performing, I'm feeling like I am the star. And maybe we call it a diva syndrome, right? Right. But yeah, yes, I do enjoy the big stage. Some people like private karaoke singing. I'm not a fantastic singer, but when I'm up on the stage and I'm singing the songs that I want to sing, I feel good about myself. I've been there for those karaoke nights where you took the mic, and let me tell you, you are the king. So, uh, just to um, play off of that, so part of, I guess, maybe my mystique in Brampton and Niagara Falls is that Anytime I have a really good performance, it's the people that I, I'm karaokeing with. So if mm. I have a really good crew that's like really pumping up my tires, then we're all having a good time. And then when they're pumping up my tires, they're giving me energy, and I'm giving them energy. And then it's just a beautiful thing, right? Can you tell us your name as a karaokeer? Can we can we go in there? Yeah, yeah, you know You know, some might say that my name might be Korean Thunder. Um, and so, where did I get that from? My previous school that I used to work at, uh, we had a really good crew and we always went out and, you know, I'm Korean and, you know, the crowd reaction sometimes might be thunderous. So, I was Korean thunder from that point on.
0: So, this brings us to Call Me Maybe. We've, we've called upon you Because we know that you're well known from here to Toronto (laughs) as the you bring the thunder. And so, for a song like Call Me Maybe, Frank says that it's not possible to really pull this off in a karaoke uh,
2: setting. Could Korean Thunder do this song? Truth be told, I've never sang Carly Rae Jepsen's um, Call Me Maybe at karaoke, and I'm just looking at the lyrics right now, and there's a lot of lyrics, right? And so, that's a little intimidating. However, I have been asked to sing songs that I'm I'm unfamiliar with, and I do it, whether I do it well or not, I still attempt it. And again, we're talking about positive energy, just like Millie Vanilli, positive energy, and If you've got that energy about you and you can get that reaction from the crowd, then it's going to work. And so, there's been times where I haven't sounded terrible, but I've brought some real good energy and it just works. So, do I think I can do it? Sure.
0: Well, that begs the question, can Korean Thunder, can Austin, the karaoke king of Niagara to Toronto, give us a little bit of Carly Rae Jepsen right now
2: yeah uh, yeah acapella
0: um yeah I mean I could play I I, I could put on my phone here you want to do you want do you want some backing uh, you want a backing track
2: yeah well (laughs) we'll try it it's hard to look right at you baby but here's my number so call me maybe hey I just met you and this is crazy but here's my number so call me maybe and, and all the other boys try to chase me, but here's my number. So call me maybe. Before you came into my life, I missed you so bad. I missed you so bad. I missed you so, so bad. Before you came into my life, I missed you so bad. And you should know that. So call me maybe.
0: Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's hard to look right at your baby But here's my number So call me maybe Hey, I just met you and This is crazy But here's my number so
0: call me maybe. The very problem you're having with karaoke is the thing I love about the song and I have written in my notes here. Love how it keeps going. Yeah, so it could end maybe two minutes in. Yeah. I don't even know how long the song is, but it yeah. keeps going. Yeah, And part of me kind of wishes it was 15 minutes long just yeah, to keep I going. Know, right? But uh, the great thing is now you can just put it on loop and yeah. I don't get tired. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and um, we should mention, and we'll, we'll talk about this later, I'm sure too, but uh, uh, Bill and I saw Carly Rae Jepsen in, in concert. Yes. And, like, there's so much energy about this song. And when she sang it, and uh, towards the end of her set too, I believe, right?
0: Yeah, but she placed it early or in the set. She didn't
1: close oh, with it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: She didn't close with it, but uh, it it came on towards the end. Yeah, of Yeah, towards set, the right? end. So yeah. she put it in like she put it in about the m- little past midway. Yeah, which was bold. Yeah. for where she's at as an artist, and that speaks to. I mean, we love Carly Jepsen's later stuff. Yeah, the, even more in some ways. Her entire catalog is fantastic, yeah. and
1: um, I'm assuming that if you haven't listened to all of her stuff, that you that you will now after after getting our endorsement of it. Yeah, but uh, but no, like. And, and to watch her and, uh, again, not not the most skilled dancer, but watching her dance and sing to this song and still knock it out and and be able to perform this song. And it, it's, it's just constantly going. It's yeah. like a perpetual motion machine. Yeah,
0: and she has the audience's backing, right? Yeah. We're all with her on yeah. it. We're all yeah. singing with her. And uh, she's actually, like, we talk about her dancing – she'd be like a perfect wedding dancer. Yeah. Where it's just like, she's so fun. She'll do any move. She gets the comedy of it. Like yeah. she's not, she does not take herself too seriously. Yeah. At all. And uh, actually, that's what I really like about Carly Ray too, is that she's just so fun. Yes. There is just, um, I, and I think part of it's just that when she, by the time she got into the game, I always felt like she was like 30. Maybe I'm wrong about that when this came out. No, she wouldn't have been. But no, she always... She was like 25. Right. She always seemed to be wiser than her years. Like she yeah. I, th- I think she's been in the business long enough because we we talked about this with her American Idol and everything.
1: Canadian Idol,
0: yeah. Right, Canadian Idol. But she was... Yeah, so she, with her Canadian Idol and everything. And she's already knew the sort of game. Yeah. But she also got the joke
1: yeah that's, that's yeah. how i take her yeah because i mean her her first album came out in uh, that uh, tug of war yeah. was uh, was 2007 right? right so it was four years before call me maybe came out
0: and call me maybe was written as a folk song yeah that's until right until the um josh ramsey yeah was for, a li- re- go ahead for Marianne's trench yeah yeah he he was the one who i guess got that synth thing going so he i yeah. mean we're giving him mvp I mean, I'm sorry, you're right. Carly Ray Jepsen, MVP, but he's getting Best Supporting Actor.
1: I get a six-man award. I mean, he's coming off the bench and, uh, and you know, he has a very important part to play with yeah. the team. But, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's not in the starting lineup.
0: Okay. All right. So, the, the first five are all Carly Ray Jepsen. And yeah. And he's then, say, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, Our listeners
1: might uh, be picking up on a theme I love. Carly Ray Jepsen
0: you do it, and it is um that concert was fantastic oh my like, goodness. just segue or just non I don't know if that's a non-secretor but the, that that night was so fun yeah and everyone at that concert there were so many different characters at it yeah and it was just so nice to fit in with a bunch of quirky people
1: yeah exactly right and yeah. and it was just just fun yeah. everything start to finish just fun fun yeah great time great
0: time yeah we gotta see her again
1: yeah oh yeah, yeah. well I'm assuming she's gonna after hearing the podcast she'll she'll show up and here at the Winchester and actually perform uh the the tiny pub concert series yeah
0: yeah we're, we're, we're whenever you're ready carly yeah
1: exactly they were, were we're reaching out to you
0: back to the song yep what I feel anchors that last part of the song is the line before you came into my life, I missed you so bad. And that's yeah. such a great lyric. Yeah. And she wrote it, she said, for her boyfriend at the time. And she said, Well, I hope he liked it. And I was I was just thinking, one is she had a boyfriend at the time? What happened? How's yeah. this guy feeling? That's such a that's such a great lyric to be told before you came into my life I missed you so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm I'm assuming he's like the uh he's the the guy
1: that uh was one of the original um starters of Apple but then after a year decided to to cash out and uh yeah. What what's that guy's name? I don't know. Or or, or the original drummer for the Beatles.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Stewart's something. It's yeah. Cliff. I don't know. Either way, something hey, British. We feel for you, yeah. buddy, wherever you are. What a line though. Yeah. I think maybe I'll try. I'll say that to Ashley, see what she thinks. Yeah. Frank, have you ever given your number out to somebody? So uh, just to preface it, Carly Rae Jepsen on her Twitter did it for the 10th year anniversary She did a question and answer on Twitter. Yeah. And she said, just full disclosure, she said, I had no game. She goes, I've never had game. I think she said that or she said, when I wrote the song, I had no game. Yeah. So I've never given my number to somebody. But she wrote it thinking about what she would do if she could. Yeah. Have you ever given your number to somebody like this?
1: (sighs) Well, much like Carly Rae, I have... uh... I had and continue to have zero game and I've uh, I have given my my number out a couple of times and uh, Um, crashed and burned I think is is the the best uh, way to describe how that went
0: your boomerang Um, did not come back
1: no no it just kind of kept going
0: yeah no um, just sort of
1: a a public service announcement out there waitresses really don't want to get your number You could try. I I tried once or twice and uh, I had a little more courage about me at the time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they
0: really don't, they, they, they'll never call. No, but it was really kind of them to laugh at you so much when you tried. (laughs) Is it kind that they laughed at me? It certainly broke the tension for all (laughs) of us sitting around the table. Yeah, that was,
1: uh, yeah, no. So I've, I've, I've given my number out a couple of times and, uh, I think I scored a zero out of ten in terms of response. Uh, how about yourself, Bill? Have you ever given your number out?
0: I must have like in my head, I'm like, i'm I don't think I have, but I do remember someone calling me before and I was thinking, oh shoot, I gave my number out and then I, <laughs> I was the other I was the I was the waitress like, uh, I don't like uh, who's texting me? Oh, I wish I hadn't given my number out. Yeah, so I remember that. I remember getting a number once. Oh, okay, and it was uh where I really don't have any game, if anything, I'd be the guy who stumbled out onto the basketball court threw the ball in the air, and it's accidentally gone in. that was my <laughs> and I was out at a club, and i don't fit I don't like clubs, I don't fit in clubs, I hate public bathrooms, which is why I stay at most public spaces anyways, yeah, but that's another podcast um series altogether, <laughs> but I remember. Being at a bar, looking around, and this guy behind me was hitting on a woman. And he kept telling her all the things he liked about her. And he was just getting more and more graphic, kind of. And it's like, oh, who would do this? And he just kept saying what he liked about her. And just basically talking about every part of her physical frame. And when he went to go get her a drink or whatever, and she's just staring straight ahead, I turned to her and I said you know what I like? And she looked kind of exasperated. She goes, what? I said, I love sun chips. They're delicious. (laughs) And then I turned and talked to our other friends and then I got a tap on the shoulder and she gave me her number. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I I lost that number, but I I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna do with that number.
1: Yeah, exactly,
0: right, yeah. Yeah, so there's my story. Wow, that's that's impressive. Yeah. So we've established
1: that Bill is better at getting numbers. I think my game would be like, you know, stumbling onto the basketball court and throwing the ball up in the air and then having it hit the ceiling and then come back and smash me in the face. (laughs) So
0: it it doesn't even come close to the rim. This is our analogies are getting better and better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So let's
1: get back to the song. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) <laughs> we can we, we that's a that's a another entire yeah. podcast is uh our our failed attempts at uh at dating people
0: yeah but i do feel that without our failed attempts this podcast could not exist
1: no no exactly yeah and i think without our, our failed attempts at, at dating that our appreciation of
0: this song would uh would be diminished a little bit totally and the fact that she had no game and yeah. the song itself it's so fun like there's a sense yeah. that I hope he gives her a call because yeah. this is just so fun. This isn't like um, it doesn't feel like this sort of high stakes, shake you down type of feel. Like, yeah, it's, just
1: it's not. Uh, and we, we've mentioned uh, with 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 others, but it's not overly sexualized or anything like that. It's just I like a boy and I yeah. want him to call me. Yeah. And that that's what the song's about.
0: Yeah. So I mean this could definitely fit within to a nineteen fifties, sixties aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Which is what I love about it. Yep.
1: You took your time with the call, I took no time
2: with
0: Uh, music video yes it's so simple and fun as well just like the song and so kind of dumb yeah the whole like and it's dated for sure because you know the big reveal at the end is like oh that's okay yeah so i mean you want like the plot line is she sees a a really hot boy yeah cutting cutting the the grass Yeah. yeah and he's hunkish and he's he's you know he matches all the things she wants in the song yeah and she keeps trying to get his attention and so at one point she's trying to wash the car for him all her bandmates are all helping her out
1: yeah well i think that the car wash scene is is kind of like the uh the antithesis of the car wash scene in in cool hand luke okay (laughs) like it's just goofy and, and and fun and and like again zero sex appeal about it right this is
0: it they, they could have played the video up a totally different way yeah. Instead she knocks herself out and imagines herself on the cover of a harlequin romance novel yeah, yeah. with the guy and then he picks her up she sings the song she goes to write out his number. He writes down his number and gives it to the to the, the Guitar yeah. player, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, womp, womp, womp. yeah, <laughs> like oh, okay. It's like yeah. so. Now looking back on, it, it's like,
1: oh, and and it, and that's kind of the ending of the song that the um, it kind of slows down and is like the, womp, womp, like yeah. like you said, right? And it which fits nicely with the video and the in the song. And it, does. The way it meshes you know, together there.
0: Yeah, and looking back on it, it's like, good. This is fun this is what it should be. Yeah. And uh, I'm just glad it exists th- yeah. as a song.
1: So we have a category, would Chris Newkirk like this song? We already know that Jade has an appreciation of this song. And this song has such a high regard in, in our lives that I really don't care if Chris Newkirk likes this song or not. This is one of those songs that I love it so much that I really don't care if anyone else likes it. Yeah.
0: All right, so we're keeping Chris Newkirk on the bench for this. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, <laughs> he's he, he's down in the minor leagues when it comes to this song. Oh, boy. I'm looking forward when we finally get him in. He's going to be very happy with this. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to look at. Your snack, baby. But you got cookies. So share it, baby. Hey, me just met you and this is crazy but you got cookie so share it maybe all right good there we go so we got we got we know a jade we know jade certainly likes cookie monsters version yeah yeah all right okay question would you play this at a wedding
1: yes i've played it at a we, number of weddings we literally did play that at a wedding yeah that's correct this is uh this is one of my go-to songs um so our good friend, uh, good friends Dave and Kate, when they got married, I was in charge of the the playlist, and uh, the song was definitely on it. And I don't want to brag too much, but the dance floor was packed all night, and particularly to this
0: song. Yeah. Should Michael Bolton do a cover? No. Okay, I'm gonna say yes. Okay. <laughs> just because.
1: See, we have such a such a diverging uh, sort of appreciation of Michael Bolton because I I I want him to like just stay. In that sort of realm of perfection, where where I, I hold him up,
0: I think he could na- nail the lyric. Before you came into my life, I missed you so yeah, bad. Yeah,
1: no, yeah, I could, I could hear him singing it. I just yeah. don't know. If,
0: uh, Maybe he'd have to duet it. Yeah, I would, I would pay money to see that. Yeah, with Celine Dion. <laughs> oh, come okay. On. I'm sorry about that. We'll have to find someone else. Too much. <laughs> I, I would, I would pay
1: money, or I, I would pay money to. By the album of him and Carly Ray
0: Jepsen singing the song together oh, that's a pretty good challenge yeah mixtape I think you can make a fantastic mixtape based around this song yeah. it's just the feel of this song
1: yeah the the uh, the sort of uh, the the longing unrequited love
0: mixtape oh yes oh well then basically we can just play our the last yeah, couple I, of I can,
1: I can play the soundtrack to my life yeah. with, or every song we've tape. done so far
0: yeah <laughs> Can this be done in a talent show? Yes, yeah. I think this hits every category and there there have been a number of um sort of
1: online uh versions of the song where where um different people in, in the armed forces performing the song yeah. as, as part of a, uh, part of a, a large thing. Uh, I think I forget the NFL team, but a bunch of the cheerleaders perform the song, uh, yeah. just, just lip syncing it and, and everything. But, uh, it, it has such a, such a big following. I mean, or it had such a big following, but it should still continue to have that, that giant sort of, uh, support behind it.
0: I got one. I gonna and then look one up right now and I tell you that I got to tell you the numbers on this one lip sync. Yeah. Because it was like, it was in the millions. Yeah. 80 million views for Justin Bieber's lip sync of this from oh, really? way back. Oh, really? Well, and that we didn't. There's even, the history. We right? didn't
1: even touch on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Justin Bieber um, is kind of instrumental for this song. Exactly. Uh, Her whole it, career in yeah. some ways. Yeah. So he uh, was in Vancouver with uh, Selena Gomez, who was dating at the time, and they heard the song on the radio. And I guess previously he had gone... Because uh, he was discovered on YouTube, right? Yes. So he'd gone on YouTube and like he'd send a message off to his uh, his manager, just like, okay, like check this guy out, check the, her out, uh, check this band uh, out. But he heard the song... Uh, he and Selena Gomez heard this song and they both tweeted out like right away saying, this song is so good and so infectious. And from that, it uh, just sort of
0: snowballed huge for huge. Carly Rae. It's number one all over the world. Number yep. one in the States. Number one in Canada. And she's one of the rare Canadians to get a Canadian number one. Yeah. In the last yeah, yeah. decade. Yeah. So um, I think the last female
1: a Canadian female to have a number one in Canada was actually Avril Levine prior to
0: Carly Ray Jepson. That's right. It was, you're right. So this is this is huge, just a huge uh, accomplishment. So kudos to Justin Bieber. You know, I've given him flack and made fun of him in class, but I <laughs> you know what? I he's all right. He's he's grown up a little yeah, bit he now. So has. I think that's a. Uh... Scooter Braun was the manager. He's yeah. like the the great villain of the Taylor Swift story that's right yeah so I, I don't know I've I tried to go through as many like Reddit and and discussion forums but I couldn't find anything about Scooter Braun Carly Rae is a problem yeah or she's never talked about it but mm-hmm. uh but uh, that I'll I'll have to do some more yeah. research.
1: Yeah. Well, the our next uh, Carly Rae Jepsen episode will will maybe dive into that if if there is a if there is a, a something we can talk about there. And rest assured that there will be another Carly Rae Jepsen episode. Uh, she has such a fantastic catalog of music
0: that uh, there there's so much that we can't
1: not talk about her more.
0: I think I understand what that means. Yeah. And I agree wholeheartedly with what I think you mean. <laughs> she hits every category. So yeah. I'm, I'm all... We're This is one of our great songs. So this, yeah. th- I'm ready to put this on the banner, and let's raise it to the top of the Winchester rafters. Yes. Yeah. This is the first time we've done a song from the 21st century yes. as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and we, we've had a little bit of criticism uh, on our podcasts... That we typically don't have a foil there's there's not a lot of tension right we, we, Bill and i we've we've been friends for thirty years, yep, um that we agree too much on on stuff. Um, there have been a couple of episodes where where there has been a little bit of disagreement between us, but I think it's impossible to disagree on this song when we're talking about how great that it is.
0: Yeah, Carly Ray, you're the best Yes.
1: Carly, Rae, we we thank you so much that you that you exist, that you write music, and that you wrote this song
0: with it being as perfect as it is. And Frank, let me for the first time pull off an ending comment. Hey, Carly, we're here for you. So if you're ever interested, call us. Maybe.